Welcome to the Fail Forward podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to change the negative stigma around failure into a positive. Failure is only a negative if we do not learn from it and we give up. Welcome back to the Fail Forward podcast. So in business, wherever you look or hear, there is someone saying that 80% of businesses fail in the first five years, one in five businesses fail in the first year, four in five businesses fail in the first two years. And so many, you see, hear all these stats and I've tried looking into this a lot and there's, everyone's got a new stat for how many businesses fail. So it looks pretty bleak um, for startup businesses when you look at how many fail and you've heard me, me and Jay Allen talk about this. Um, and what I wanted to talk about today really is what I think is one of the fundamental places why fail, businesses fail um, and people fail um, quite often. And I think it comes from, in my opinion, it starts at school because at school we are taught that failure is really poor. Now, you've heard me talk about this before. Um, I think my second or third episode, I ha- actually had the um, English Dictionary in this room and I read out what failure failure says. So failure is a language. I'm not going to be able to change the language, but as, even if you look failure up, it's a really negative word. So it says things of lack of success, the negligent or omission of expected or required action, um, the actual state of not functioning. Um, so a lack or deficiency of desirable quality, a collapse of a business, a sudden cessation of power and an unsuccessful person or thing. So when we're looking at the word straight away, we're looking at failure and it going, OK, that's a negative. And then we go to school and in school, 32% of children in the UK fail their GCSEs. So that's basically a third of children fail their GCSEs. And we're told at school all the time, and I was, if you do not pass your GCSEs, you will be a failure. You will be nothing. You will not be able to get a job. And I had this drummed into me time and time again at school that if you do not pass your GCSEs, you're a failure. And I don't know how to fix the school system. I'm not here to to try and solve that. But what I believe is, is that we need to start rephrasing how we use failure and how we talk to our our children about failure. Because when I left school, I literally got three E's, three F's and three U's. So I failed everything. Like, I, I don't think there could have been a bigger failure than me at school. I also went to my school prom and got the most likely to go to jail award, which my mum was obviously really, really unhappy about, which seems crazy. So as you can see, leaving school, I had nothing and I instantly put a mental block that I do not do learning. Um, and that becomes a challenge when you've got 32% of 16 year olds. And this was, this is, these are recent stats. I literally Googled this yesterday and these are for, of 2023 stats, 32% of children. So a third of children are going away from school and going, I'm a failure learning's failed me. I don't do learning. And they've just instantly, their mindset's crushed. So I think we need to try to start redressing what we call failure and how we do it. I don't know how to do that in the school system, but there's also Children's Mental Health Week state that two in three children feel anxious and stressed due to school, which is huge because of the amount of pressure they're getting on. And we need to start teaching our children that actually it's okay to fail, but that it's winning or learning. And I think that's one of the biggest, biggest things that we can we can be teaching our children. And 
that moves me on to me. So I left school and failed all my GCSEs and um, I then went out to the world of work and I tried lots of different jobs, which actually what benefited me a lot, because if I'd have gone to college, I would have failed college as well because I had a negative mindset around academic stuff, around learning. If I'd have gone to university, I guarantee I'd have just pissed up up the wall and I'd have a massive, a massive amount of student debt, which probably would have just been me going out and had been. I probably would have. I used to like to party and I used to have big parties in 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 Hythe, and I probably would have just been one of those students that just was the party king and stayed at stayed at uni for fifteen years. And I might be doing a podcast now about about that, not about business. But instead, I went out and I worked and I did lots of different jobs, and eventually I became a tree surgeon. But what I didn't realize is, is that over that time, my um, I, I wasn't doing any learning. I was my dad always said, work hard, be driven, be committed. Um, but I didn't do I didn't lean into any sort of self-development after that. And now what I realize is, is that I need self-development. I needed to learn about business and also be driven, committed, hardworking, have a good work ethic and put the two together. And I just wonder how many how many 16 year olds are out there right now, because we've just had the GCSE results that failed, who are going to have similar mindsets to that. Um, I know it's improving and people are trying to help those people a lot more now, but I still wonder how many people are left with a negative mindset. So over time, and you've probably heard me talk about this before, but you get the compound effect. And people always say to me when I lost it all, what was it? Was it COVID? Was it uh, a customer not paying you money. What? What? Why was it? And there is no one specific, one big thing. What I believe it was a compound of results, and the compound effect works in both ways. Your daily decisions, whether positive or negative, will compound in a really positive way. So they'll go, they'll go up. So, for example, the easiest way to explain this is. If you were to overeat by 500 calories every single day, that is going to compound. And by the end of the year, you're going to be overweight. If you maybe um, eat what the calories you need to eat, or maybe even 100 less, that's going to compound to the point that you're going to lose weight and you're going to be in a lean, good BMI position to be able to be healthy and live live a good life. It's the same with money, compounding money, spending it too much or investing it. You're going to get it. If you're investing it, you're going to get it. You're going to get more money. If you're spending it, you're going to have less money and you're going to be left with a lot of liabilities. And what I believe is the compound effect worked really well for me in the sense, sorry, really get not really well for me. It worked against me because I was making lots of um, poor decisions on a regular basis because I was so fearful of failing again after after failing my GCSEs that I wasn't aware of the mistakes that I was making. I wasn't failing forward. I was just failing on a regular basis. So when we talk about failing fast and moving forward. I'm not talking about failing fast. I don't, when I talk about failing fast, I'm not talking about losing a business every day. I wouldn't wish losing a business on my worst enemy. It's the most stressful, difficult thing to happen in your life. Um, not totally, because there's obviously lots of other stressful things that happen in life, but it's really, really bad for your mind and your mental health. And some people don't recover from it. So when I talk about failing fast, I'm talking about lots of mini failures, lots of how can you look at everything you do in a win or learn scenario on a daily basis? Look at the likes of Richard Branson. Richard Branson, he has had so many failures. He, um, Virgin Cola, Virgin Cars, Virgin Music Streaming, 
But what does he do? He just ca- Richard Branson carries on. He's got the right mindset and he understands failure. He understands that some things he tries aren't going to work. But what can he learn? I guarantee. And oh God, I'd love to. I would love to um, interview Richard Branson. So if anyone's listened to this who has direct contacts to Richard Branson, because he's like my idol. Um, my mum followed Richard Branson when she was younger and it's, you know, to, to be able to have him on this podcast would be amazing. So if anyone's listening, connect me with him, right? Because it would be a great interview because I, would, I wouldn't ask him about all his successes. I'd ask him about all those failures. But I guarantee you, if we did have him in the room right now, he would tell us how much he's learned from, the, from those failures. So moving on from that, I've learned that, um, you know, multiple, multiple failures, learning from them is going to end up compounding into a positive, but multiple failures, not learning from them. So mini failures, when things don't go right, will compound into a catastrophic failure, exactly how it happened with me. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, but I appreciate that you're not going to be able to answer me, but it will make sense in a minute. If, um, if you had two rooms of students and in a pottery class, and you ask them, one group to make as many in an hour, make as many pots as possible in an hour as they can, and then you ask the other group to make one pot, but it's got to be the perfect pot. Who do you think makes the perfect pot? Have a think about it for a minute. I ask this question all the time and I get a mixed answer. A lot of people say, well, it's obvious, the perfect pot because they're going to have time to perfect it and work on it and do everything with it. Well, actually, no, it's not. It is the the group that get asked to make as many as possible because what they're doing is they're failing forward. They're constantly making loads and loads and loads and loads and loads. And because they're making so many, they are constantly failing forward and learning what works and what doesn't work. And they're constantly doing it. So the, the, the guys that are trying to make the perfect one they're procrastinating, they're trying to work it out, they're not actually doing any failing forward because they're trying to design, they might be drawing it, and then they try and do the first one, but that's the first one of many prototypes. Like It's why the iPhone has evolved, it's why technology evolves, because they try it once and they improve, they try it once and they improve. It's like Edison. Edison Edison took 2,773 attempts to make the light bulb. Like If he'd have given up after one and gone, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not cut out for this, then, you know, who, who makes a light bulb? We, we might be sat in darkness now, you know. I joke, but you get what I'm saying. Like, it, it takes a lot of attempts to get to where you want to get to. It takes a lot of compounding of lots of mini failures to learn about how to make the perfect thing. And, and you know, guys, I've talked about perfect before. Perfect is a fallacy. It's not true. Perfection is just an opinion. Um, I don't believe you could ever get to perfection. Um, so stop trying to spend our lives to get to the perfect thing. Just start doing. And the learning comes in the doing and the failing forward, the winning or learning, the continuous adapting and improving and moving forward. Um, Edison actually says, I haven't failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that don't work. And then he finds that one thing that does. And then that is the genius thing. That's the light bulb. That is the amazing invention that changes the world, adds massive value, and then creates, you know, lots of lots of commerce for everybody involved. Um, success is um, success is like a it's like a magnet to accountability. So one of the things I always say is, is that one of the things that got in my way was my ego. 
it sounds crazy, but my ego, after I lost it all, my ego said, I don't need learning and I don't want to put myself in that position again because your ego is there to protect you, keep you safe. Um, and actually being safe is being within your comfort zone. So sometimes when you step out your comfort zone, your ego say you're not good enough. People talk about imposter syndrome all the time, but I believe that um, it's your ego trying to pull you back in because it wants to keep you safe. It doesn't want to be hurt. It doesn't want to be damaged. It doesn't want to be laughed at or whatever else your imagination, your ego imagines that's going to happen when you stand on that stage or you step out your comfort zone. And one of the biggest things I say to get over any sort of um, failure or mini failure is accountability. It's so easy when something goes wrong. And and just to just to really um, nail down on this is when I'm talking about failures, I am not talking about big business catastrophic failures. I am talking about driving down the wrong road to go somewhere or getting lost on, the, on, a, on a run in the morning or going and speaking to a staff member and it not going so well, trying a new product, creating a, a, a new social media post, creating this podcast. You know, if this if, if an episode doesn't go well, well, does it matter? No, I'm just going to learn, adapt and improve. So I'm talking about when I'm talking about failures, I'm talking about little challenges. You might dress them as failures, challenges, things that don't go so right. But the first thing we need to do to try and work out whether where, what the best way to learn from it is by actually going, put my ego to one side. What could I do differently next time? Because it's so easy for our ego to blame make excuses and be in denial when something goes wrong and try and blame someone else. But as soon as you blame somebody else for something that doesn't go wrong, you lose all learning because you're basically just saying, that wasn't me, that was them, I've got nothing to learn from it. And yes, there might be occasions where one of your team makes a mistake, but look back at how you've managed them, how you've led them, or someone you've told to go and do something. Did you give them the right information? Did you, were you clear in what you said? Did you do it over a text message rather than WhatsApp voice note? Did you give them clear instructions? Did you send them pictures? Did you give them the right map? So it's so easy for our ego to get in, get in the way of this. So you've really got to put your ego to one side and then start leaning into the things that go wrong and ask yourself the question, what could I have done differently? What could I have done differently to make this right? And that's where the real learning comes compounding that into lots of lots of learnings you are going to achieve success in such a quicker way and that's where as a nation as a world we need to be redressing failure into win or learn we need to be redressing this failure and not trying to shame people like it goes back years like you used to have dunces hats at school if you didn't do well like now we've just got like the, the whole thing with GCSEs and people comparing oh I've done well I've not done so well you know you've got business owners it goes back years I watched a TED talk the other day um, and business owners years ago used to get walked out into the street when they had a failed business depending on what culture or country you're from they had to wear different different jumpers or they had to name their business a different way you know there's so many things that m make failure bad and make people fear failure and we need to, as a nation we need to be redressing that failure and really leaning into it I believe like failing forward is like a muscle the more we work that muscle the stronger we'll get and that's the same with the compounding of of, of those all those little learnings will compound into a really positive way if we push failure to one side if we fear it if we let failures keep happening we let our ego get involved and we keep brushing to one side no that wasn't me I'm the best I'd done great but it was his fault it's his fault it's his fault you are going to lose so much ground with learning
As the great Mark Twain said, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do by the, the ones that you did. So throw off your bowline, sail away from the safe harbour, catch the trade winds in yourselves, explore, dream and discover. You know, you, what I don't want people to do is get to 20, 30 years and regret the things that they didn't do. So the, the way you get around that is by taking action, failing forward and making your life happen. Live your goals and dreams. Life is like a big game. It's a big game of decisions and making the right and wrong ones. And the way you make the right ones is by learning from your previous mistakes and failing forward. So lean into it. If you've enjoyed this episode, thanks for listening. Um, please like, share and subscribe. Thanks all. Thank you.